This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Today we're going to be talking about real genius. Mm, I am a genius. <laughs> this was released in 1985, starring Val Kilmer, Will Atherton, and other people I don't know. <laughs> Will Atherton. <laughs> Gabe, uh, Gabe Jarrett, who I uh, I served breakfast to. When he did the Garden Grove Strawberry Festival parade. Nice. Yep. Who, who is he? He's uh, Mitch. He's the, oh, the boy. The main, yeah, the main character. Well, one of the two main characters. All right. And this was directed by Martha Coolidge. I don't know what else she's done. But, Calvin's uh, sister. Yeah, I thought isn't the the milf a Coolidge? <laughs> uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think she is. Anyway, um, yeah. All right. So, um, I just off the top, I didn't see this in the movie theater. I didn't see this until late in life. Um, so I think a lot of it, as you'll see some of my stuff, I, I think I missed my time frame of watching this because <laughs> by the time I saw it, I was probably already in my thirties, and I was like, eh, it's not that great. But, um, I know that's me. I don't know about you guys. Did you just grow up with it, or I did. Yes. Yeah, Holds a special place with me. Uh, so, yeah, it came out in 85, so I obviously didn't see it <laughs> when it came out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I had cable as a kid, and it made the, the regular rotation. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. It was a super nerdy movie. It was a nerdy kid. Mm-hmm. You, know, I, you know, not as an adult, though. You know, I put all that stuff behind me. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the movie has uh, has some heart. It's kind of not mean spirited like other similar movies were in the eighties that had to do with the the nerds rising up, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Eugene. yeah, <laughs> amongst others. All right, well, let's get into our list. Uh, Scott, since it's your topic, you lead us off here. What's the fifth worst thing you don't like about this movie? Okay, um, as as a one of us inevitably prefaces every week. This was tough for me to come up with uh, five things that I didn't like. Uh, but for starters, number five, uh, not not uncommon. <laughs> that pretty much every movie, the military is dumb. <laughs> uh, in any time where the the hero isn't in the military, uh, the military is played off as dumb, and they are here. Uh, case in point, in the third act of the movie, when they sneak onto the air force base. Uh, they obviously don't belong there, and then they let them through after they they spin some lie, and they get a phone call telling them to look out for anything weird, and they're like, okay, <laughs> like like I guess it was only from that point forward that, yeah. that they were allowed to starting start now, now starting yeah. now, um, and just how they were able to sneak on the plane and get out, get in and out, you know, I get it that they're geniuses, they are but, geniuses, uh, yeah, and just they're all assholes too, like the the guys in charge are assholes, you know, it's. Just typical dumb movie trope thing. Okay. Um, I'll go second. Um, the, Fine. Yeah, that's, 
<laughs> okay, I did not like a lot of this movie, so this was easy for me. Uh, but uh, I'll do, the whole the ending, the popcorn thing was dumb. What? Yes. Oh, stupid. Jeff. But he hates never, popcorn. I never know. Been, the thing that he hates, he can't stand it. You've never been more wrong about any of your things. All right, well, if this is the worst thing I'm wrong about, then <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, like I said, I saw this for the first time probably like five years ago and for the second time this week. And, uh, yeah. Dumb. Oh, well, that's dumb. I, I, I'm saying it's not the worst part of the movie, but it was one of the worst parts. Okay. I might have more to say about this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's going to be. <laughs> so, 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 so save, save one more half for it. Um, all right, Alex. Uh, oh, maybe this should have been high on. Yeah, I'll, I'll switch my four and five. But the lack of member, except for the last track at the very end of the movie, the whole music score was just, ugh, just unmemorable. Uh, God, you guys are killing me. It's just schlock. It's, uh. I, I 100% agree with Alex, and that's my number four. <laughs> yeah, that's my number five. It's just the music throughout the whole thing is just 80s white rice, pretty much. I, it's the only way I can describe it. Disagree. <laughs> well, for oh, 80s. no, it's definitely white. No, no, it's super white. I'll give you that much. <laughs> but, yeah, I, don't, I disagree on that being bland. I don't remember any song sticking out. And that was the one thing I was like, oh, it's an 80s movie. At least there'll be some good music. And yeah. I I couldn't tell you. I mean, maybe there was. I just didn't stick out to me. But I couldn't tell you a song. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a whatever, a Duran Duran song or a Cindy Lauper song, whatever. I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> nothing like stood out to me. All right. There it is. Scott, number four. Yeah. <laughs> number four is... Uh... It's really nitpicky, but some of the science. So for the for the most part, <laughs> the popcorn science was accurate. Yeah, <laughs> the popcorn well, you, heat on popcorn equals popping popcorn. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> so for the most part, the the it, it's, it looked like and it sounded like when they were talking that the that it was more or less like real science uh, with the lasers, but the super laser thing. <laughs> like, even as a kid, I didn't. Yeah, it, it was a little bit of a too much of a stretch for me. Five megawatts, man. Even as even as cool as ten, more than that. No, five watts. Five watts. <laughs> it's a five watt laser. It'll, it'll power the light bulb and the inside of. I think they, the light bulb that they used in Pulp Fiction for the suitcase was like a twenty watt at least. Uh, but anyways, yeah, like the the super science going on here in the movie. Uh, the regular science was pretty spot on. I felt like. Yeah, and I think they shot it from a moving airplane. Like, I... Yeah. Yeah. Dot, dot, No, it wasn't good. But whatever. So, that was my number four. All right. Well, my number four was the music. So, let's go to Alex's number four. My number four is when Mitch finally sneaks down into uh, the steam pipes in the basement, where I guess the school just manufactures steam pipes or whatever. <laughs> and... uh he goes and he sees Milo, or Laszlo. He sees Laszlo, a.k.a. Uncle Rico, doing something on his computer. And he looks like he's programming, but all he's, all that's on the screen is like this Windows screensaver of spheres just popping up and then fading out. It's like, what is what kind of language is he programming in? He's smarter than the than everybody else put together. Oh, that's true. So it's, maybe it's, it's, Yeah, it's, it's new, like his own language new with book. just shapes instead of... <laughs> instead of characters in the alphabet 
it comes up later also when uh, they're spoilers. They're hacking into the airplane to uh, change the guidance on on the targeting for the laser. <laughs> yeah, and all the lines come up on the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. he sees a bunch of text and stuff, <laughs> letters and numbers. He's like, uh oh. He's like, what? And then a bunch of just lines and colors. Another screensaver pops up. He's like, oh no, we're fine. <laughs> Yeah, I actually like that. Yeah, it's in, in 1985, like everybody watching in the movie theater would have been like, "Yeah, I guess it's that's how computers work." Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not everybody in 1985. Most people. Maybe one or two people would know. Hey, that's not right. Well, okay. Let me let me phrase that. Most people wouldn't have been able to prove otherwise. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Computers. It's what Jimmy wants for his birthday. I don't know. All right. So, a crossover moment. When? Oh. When do you think it happened in movies where computers? Every day, every day, Joe knew computers and well enough that you couldn't pull stuff like that. Well, um, after hackers. After hackers, yeah. <laughs> well, at least after hackers, the people making these movies started to. At least up their game a little bit. Yes. I don't know. You still see stupid shit all the time. Oh, we got to hack into the mainframe. <laughs> yeah. Any, 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 like, police procedural show, they track down people's, like, like, to their, I don't know. I, I, I think, I don't think we're there yet. Okay. <laughs> everybody <so> has. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's my short answer. Everybody has facial recognition software. It's like, oh, if only we had facial recognition software. Don't worry. I can hack into the Pentagon and use theirs. The whatagon? The Pentagon. Uh, it's, got five, my... it's got five sides. <laughs> I want to know why my monitor doesn't make sounds every time it's like <laughs> it's going through text or <laughs> going through photos. Oh, you can download an app for that, I bet. <laughs> download Sound Blaster. <laughs> there it is. Um, what about you, Jeff? I don't I know. I was trying to think. Like, I know when I became aware, but that's also I'm a computer science guy, and so obviously I'm. Uh, ahead of the curve for most people in that sense but like it would have been for me like in the when the internet kind of came around in the early 90s with like jurassic park and i would say stuff like that like even if you go back and watch the net with sandra bullock like that's pretty yeah like the hack is that little m in the bottom right of the computers or some of that stuff i remember just being really bad so i don't know i think we're there now like you can't have a movie gooey for checking email right like I think we talked about it. Was it Disclosure with the one with Demi Moore and Michael Douglas, where every time he gets an email, like this giant envelope like comes toward the screen and the, uh, <laughs> and the thing sure? flips open. And... Are you sure you're not thinking of Mission Impossible? Could be I, that I, as well. I, I know what you mean, though, Jeff, because I get pissed off when I see like the little pop-up notification that I got an email. <laughs> it's like not even like an inch big, like in the bottom right corner. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh... I can't imagine something popping up over the whole screen. Oh man. Ridiculous, and then when he was searching through the files, and he was like flying through the file yeah. cabinet, like it was almost <laughs> like Jurassic Park. Like we're uh, still, oh god, we're still not over the the haptic, like using your hand shit. Like <laughs> I, I don't think we're gonna live to see the point where that's actually as productive as just using a mouse. Uh, Until uh, we can think it, and then just have it happen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, it's like flipping your hands up and down to like <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Well, once we do have that thinking to computer technology, then in movies they'll probably start using the mouse. Hello, computer. I was just going to say that. Um, 
gold. The, the biggest thing now that bugs me, and I don't even know if, if my my thinking on this is right, but now every every device is clear. And I clear eyes. No, if you think like Avengers does this a lot, but it's not just Avengers. It's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Expanse. The, I'm watching now. Yeah, all these shows. translucent. It doesn't right. make how can you can read anything if someone's walking behind your screen in a white in a black shirt or something everything just disappear like yeah it I, doesn't make any sense I know why they do it for movies it's so you can see the actor's face right you can, you can film it and you can compose a shot where you can see both actors talking to each other through a screen like I'm pretty sure that's why they do it and that makes sense but it just it bugs me as like yeah if you just change the font to a slightly different color or if you put a bad desktop picture and you can't read the name of your icons on your desktop <laughs> screen like, like oh god so how could that happen if you're trying to work all day and just people walking by with different shirts and all of a sudden the sun comes out it's just ah it just bugs me but uh but maybe it's as long as it's tinted enough or something it, it could work anyway Alec, for Scott, number, Scott number three all right yeah uh back to real genius yes uh, mm-hmm. number three is I don't know why they did this, but Mitch's age. Like, they could have had him just be, like, a 17-year-old kid that was leaving school a year early, and so they got to make him, was it 15? Yeah, 15 as a freshman. Yeah, and it makes, it makes like, certain things that happen later in the movie kind of creepy. So, I don't, I, I don't know why they had to make him that young. I mean, the 80s were a gentler time, I suppose. I guess. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, they could have just made him a couple years older, and it would have been fine. Just yeah, saying. Uh, but I agree with you. Like, I could just think devil's advocate. Like, most, like, geniuses that you hear about in, throughout history are young prodigies and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I, I, I can see that. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of get what they're going for, but I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they yeah, don't have girls in his room, like, adult... <laughs> Yeah, all that stuff happens yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Don't do that. Yeah, that was, ugh. That was <laughs> well, left fucking field. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the the girl that winds up being his girlfriend, I think that's okay because they're still, mm-hmm. like, they're still in school. In the same they're age like, group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, four years apart. But anyway, that was my number, f- my number three. Number three. Um, my number three, and this is just subjective. It, Val Kilmer seemed too old for this role, and I haven't even looked it up. <laughs> like he seemed just looking, he looked way older than anybody else in this movie. Hmm. Older except, than Atherton, except for I was gonna say like you know the the professors and the deans and stuff. Kent, um, I think Kent looked older than him. Which one was Kent? The douchebag bad guy. The the oh, I, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. call him a henchman, but a hench dude. It's just it was a uh, Krennic, pretty much. No. Oh. But by the way, this movie yeah. is uh, – I think Rogue One ripped this movie off as I was watching it this time. <laughs> yeah. It's the same fucking premise. <laughs> it was tricking these smart guys into building some laser and then just all of a sudden sell it to the military. And instead of a Death Star, they put it in a plane. Like that was the only difference. <laughs> there it is. And everybody dies. Oh, what? Well, <laughs> these, these nerds are smarter than the Alliance and they were able to stop it. <laughs> So he was 26. And it's not that old for like a going, someone going for their PhD, right? Yeah, he was supposed to have been in school for at least four or five years. So yeah, so he was not that bad. I don't know, but he just seemed, maybe because he was with the older kid, the younger kid too. I know, it bugged me that he seemed a little too old. But apparently he wasn't. Alex, number three. Um, 
yeah, my number three's got to be that weird ass lady just being in his room, just waiting for him. Like what? Yeah, Ugh. that was a little gross. And then he doesn't bang her. What's up with that? I was gonna say like it's <laughs> fucked up. I mean, way to go, Mitch, but that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Was there? Did I miss something? Was there a reason why she was there other than her being a creep? So, so she her whole thing was um, that she was going through like the smartest people in the world, oh, or like or, or some list that she had and oh, banging them all. Oh, she was at the at the damn she, interview, wasn't she? She's at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she hits on uh, on Val Kilmer's character, right? Chris Nate. Yeah, and then she pops up again at the end. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just unnecessary. Again, it's the eighties. <laughs> you had to have something weird and creepy like that if you're gonna do. Uh, like, I, I wouldn't call this a frat comedy, but something that took place in the college, I guess. But yeah, in the eighties college movie, she would have been topless or something in most movies, at least. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's true. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was just weird. Like. Yeah. All right. It's weird that she had her whole clothes on. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Scott, number two. Number two goes back to Alex's thing, the steam tunnel. Uh, like, why why is there the secret entrance in that particular spot? And why are there train tracks with those little carts? <laughs> I'll, I'll buy that there's steam tunnels underneath a college um, and that there's access t- tunnels and ladders and things like that, but... How the fuck could they get those those carts in there with the? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, my number two as well. It's just that you know, freaking thing on the closet. And, uh. It is like the idea of it is cool, but <laughs> it's just it's silly. Even the, within the context of the movie. Yeah, I just remember shaking my head saying this is stupid. So number two for me as well. Okay, Alex. Number two. All right. My number two is that there's a bit too many. They're trying to cram in a lot of college movie cliches into this, and it kind of – well, it doesn't fit, first of all, because this is just a bunch of nerds at some genius school. So it's like, oh, let's – it's like how are you going to jock up all these dudes? It's not like Animal House where it's just a bunch of rejects that get laid all the time and drink. This is just a bunch of nerds that study hard. And they do nerdy things, and I, yeah, yeah, I think they just try to, to force a lot of the college movie '80s cliches onto a group that doesn't necessarily fit. Such well, as, well, they did the whole thing with uh, Chris Knight going over to that party and everything, and nobody fit in, and then uh, the montage, the whole ice in the hallway—it was a bit mush. I honestly don't see where you're coming from on this. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Uh, I I have no comment. I don't like the movie that much, so I, I agree with you on all fronts, but not specifically <laughs> that. If you're going to do all the college stuff, then yeah, show some boobies. <laughs> Sh- show a panty raid or something. I don't know. Yep. That's, uh, hey, you're treading dangerously into my number one territory. <laughs> All right, then. Well, let's get to Scott's number one. Yeah. Uh, my number one is uh, that Kent is dumb. Uh, <laughs> How do you so not was, like that? So the the hench, so he's the hench douche. And he's supposed to be working on this, like, high highest level laser program. He's supposed to be a super smart guy. 
And he, he knows enough to fuck up a laser, <laughs> but he doesn't know that he's being pranked with the the whole microphone and his braces thing, even though he's already been pranked in the movie several times. He doesn't stop to think that, oh, somebody's fucking with me. Like that, I didn't buy. So yeah, that's my number one. And the whole plot kind of hinges around that too. And all of a sudden he just goes dumb. I don't think it was that sudden. but And I think he looks like Ed Bagley Jr. He does look like Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> we finally agree on something. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the whole microphone in his mouth. Whatever the hell that was. All right. Uh, my number one is this movie says it's a comedy, and I disagree. <laughs> I, I don't think I laughed once in this entire movie. There were some scenes, like, I, I'm being harsh on this movie. There were some scenes that I kind of liked, but nothing was funny. Like, I, I honestly can't think of a time where I, like, ah, like, yeah. <laughs> Not funny. For a comedy. You didn't like all of uh, Chris Knight's quips? No. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay. So, didn't find it funny. Okay. Alex, number one. No boobs. (laughs) You're going to go to the college frat boy route, but with nerds that are the college frat boys because, you know, they're the new up-and-coming thing, nerds. Let's make them cool. Don't show any boobs. I, yeah. I don't I don't think this movie needed boobs. I disagree. Saying. Just saying. I disagree. It needed some boobs. You, they didn't have to be like in my face, but a couple of the girls in the beautician from the beautician school just dancing around topless at the party. Nothing wrong with that. Weird lady wouldn't be so weird if she was topless. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. I've already spoken my opinion on this, so nothing for me, more for me to say here. Yep. Um, all right. Let's get into our favorite things. Scott, lead us off again. What's number five? Yeah, number five. Top five is the music, which apparently <laughs> you guys hated. Uh, yeah, it was very 80s. Um, but it was – I don't know. I really liked it. Uh, it wasn't stuff that, like, like you guys even said, that you recognized – um, it was kind of stuff that, I don't know, one hit wonders maybe, I don't know, but, uh, it was, I don't know, it was, it was, I don't know, it was catchy, it was cool. They had the couple of cool montages with them. Um, it was like the one song that plays when he's studying and starts to burn himself out. Um, and then the gag where he keeps showing up to class and less and less people are there until finally, uh, even the professors just set out a tape, re- um, not tape recorder, but like, uh. Something to, like plays lecture, so he doesn't have to be there, and everybody else is just set out. Real to real to real. Yeah, set out uh, tape recorders to record the lecture, um, and then the the song at the very end with the the credits, the Tears for Fear song. Everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, see, uh, I, see. I forgot that was in there. It's the popcorn yeah. tune, which might be my favorite '80s song. It's really. Good. See, I really like that song. Well, outside, like I, I wouldn't say it's like rocking necessarily, but. Uh, of the if when I think of eighties music, yeah, yeah, agreed. I like the song. I wouldn't put it as my favorite eighties song, but all right. I I pulled up the soundtrack here. <laughs> With other than that song, I don't recognize any of these. 
the the artists I do recognize are Brian Adams and Don Henley. So. Man, I really hate fucking eels. I know, man. And less said about Brian Adams, the better. So <laughs> the Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams on several occasions. All right. Okay. Well, I like the music. There it is. You're allowed to like it. Um, my eh. number five. <laughs> my number five. This was tough. But you know how we nitpick on the bad stuff. This is me nitpicking on trying to find stuff I like. <laughs> so uh, the ice scene was stupid but i like the fact that you know they gave it some scientists he's like what is what's gonna happen when it melts oh it just evaporates i like that i was like oh that's that'd be cool if you can do that you know it's like dry ice i guess <laughs> but um yeah i like i like that scene that the this is an ig fucks with him uh and says like oh my god and he runs off <laughs> yeah and he's left around you're joking right right yeah. <laughs> he's like gone <laughs> That was good. That was funny. That was one of the funny moments in the movie, Jeff. I may have chuckled there. I don't know if I did or not. But uh, there you go. Ice ice evaporated. So there was your college trope with the spin on it. So I'll give you that one. Alex, number five. My number five is the aforementioned tape recorder gag. I think mostly because even a couple days ago, I'm like, damn it. Where's that movie? What, what movie did it happen in? Ugh. Oh, well. Well, I better watch Real Genius. <laughs> Because i got to do a recording on it tonight. Hey, look, it's the tape recorder gag. <laughs> uh, I always thought that was funny, even when I was when I watched this when I was a kid. I'm like, wait, can you do that in college? So, it, that's just a nostalgia, nostalgia factor for it's me. It's when you go to super smart people's college. Yeah, that's it. I should have tried it. <laughs> it's a bunch of boom boxes just sitting in the seats. <laughs> Oh, that that gag! I forgot about that. You know what? I'll maybe add that to my list. And I, I did. I know I chuckled at that. I mean, they would be iPads now or iPhones. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Or just people laying in bed, and you see they're they're skyping through to the. Yeah, why, why do we even have to go to class? Why do people even have to go to class anymore? Yeah, it's just online college all the yeah, time. Yeah, you just Skype in. Yeah, face to face. The tuition fees would still be the same. So yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> You shall have to buy the books. Yep. Ugh. Fuck you, college. All right. Uh, Scott, number four. Number four. Um, for the most part, I did like uh, a lot of the, or most of the dialogue. Um, it was uh, funny. Uh, my favorite one, though, was the uh, line toward the end when uh, Kent is giving Chris Nate shit. And Chris leans over and tells him, I think I'm thinking of naming my first kid after you. Dipshit Knight has a nice ring to it. <laughs> that was good. Sick burn. <laughs> there, there are other lines that I that I quote not in front of you guys because you haven't seen it. Like you guys don't like the damn movie, but uh, yeah, I like that. One. I like it. <laughs> Even if you were quoting, I wouldn't know you were quoting. Yeah, that with that too. <laughs> um, all right, my number four was that. Uh, I, I recognize I've never seen this actor in any other movie until this. The bad guy from Karate Kid Two is as like a extra, a super extra in this movie. He's not the main Asian guy. He's like the other Asian guy that That's doesn't have as much right. screen time. That's right. Is he one? Is he the guy that flips out? Or is that somebody <laughs> else? <laughs> that was hilarious too. 
when he flips out. I don't remember him flipping out. Yeah, they out, were just but... doing a studying montage, and they were studying so much, and the dude just stands up and goes, ah! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> it screams. Yeah, he starts face. screaming. <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody just, uh, just readjusts, and another guy comes over and takes his place on the table. I remember that scene now, but I don't know. I don't remember if that was him or not. But uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, anyway, I saw him and I was like, and the thing is, he looked exactly the same because I'm sure Karate Kid Two came out around the same time as this. So was, wasn't he in the Better Off Dead also? I've never seen that. He's no. one of the street racers. Oh, yeah, it, well, could be. Yeah, he's like doing the. Um, uh, is he the one doing the voice? Yeah, he's doing the, the impression. Howard yeah, he's doing the Howard Soul impression. It's super weird, but it's cool. So anyway, bad guy from Karate Kid 2. There it is. <laughs> okay. I'm going to find his name. because I... Anyway. Um, okay. Alex, number four. My number four is at the very beginning, that pitch video to the military. Are they are they pitching to an outside contractor or the military itself? Right, The military, right? The Air Force? I guess. That pitch video is just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the dude just evaporates. Pow. Just explodes. And when they're going around just talking after the videos, then you can still see, like, a cartoon on some of the smaller screens and, like, pixel animation going on. I gotta imagine, were some, have movie studios been uh, contracted to do pitch videos for the military like that? Like, top secret shit? So, um, I like it. Uh, Yuji Okamoto. That's there the it story. is. Is the guy. Anyway. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, Alex, that's my number three, so I'm agree <laughs> with that. Pitch video is ridiculous. All right, Scott. It had, it had sorry, it had a whole um, uh, Jesus Stanley Kubrick movie vibe to it. The military being dumb. The how do we learn to love the bomb and all that? What's the name of that movie? Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love. Yes, thank you. Oh, it I gave like, a very small vibe of that to me when I when that intro started out. Gentlemen, gentlemen, there's no fighting in the war room. Supposedly it was uh, Stacy Peralta as the pilot in that. For anybody who knows who he is. Uh, I recognize the name. Yeah, anyway. Mm. Uh, uh, Scott, uh, Scott, number three. Number three, the lasers. Uh, every time they were, especially when I was a kid, every time they were firing up the lasers, it was always awesome. Uh, even now it's cool to see them, like, do the technical stuff with it, and even though they're just doing basic shit now, I guess <laughs> bending lights and whatnot. But it's still cool. At the time, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember seeing any real lasers. But even then, like I, I was reading some of the uh, trivia, they had to cheat to get it to show up on the camera, like a lot of the lasers. Yeah, because uh, they're invisible until you have like dust yeah, or fog. Yeah, yeah, until you're doing something with it. So they. They use like some kind of smoke. Yeah, I know. I'm getting Scott a laser pointer for Christmas. Laser. <laughs> and then I'm gonna make have him, have him chase it around like a cat. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three is. Um, wait. Yeah, you already said your number three. I started Scott, and so that was your Scott number two, then, right? No, Overall. that was. No, that was his number three. You you said oh, your number right. three was right. the yeah, yeah, yeah. pitch video. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Your turn, Alex. Number three. My number three is just the villains in general, just Atherton and Kent. I forget what Professor, what's his face with the TV show? 
What's Holloway. That? Holloway, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, and he named his TV show Everything. What a douche. But he's great, oh, of course. But Kent, man, is just a slime ball all around. And he's got those stupid braces that make his shit-eating grin even shittier. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> it goes... So I guess it goes from God to Jerry to you to the dry cleaners. <laughs> yep. Ed Bagley Jr. He's trying to push push Mitch around, but then he gets his balls clipped off, right? Pretty much at the beginning. <laughs> he's, he's always getting shit on, but he deserves it. So it's pretty awesome. He's a good villain. All right, Scott, number two. Number two is, as Alex said, William Atherton as Holloway. Uh, this was the second of his uh, triumvirate of assholes that he that he would play. Uh, first Ghostbusters, and then this, and then uh, Die Hard. But he, yeah, he's just such a uh, <laughs> he's such an unlikable asshole in this movie. It's great, uh, and, and it's cool too that uh, he's not the He's not the dumb jock that's trying to hold him down, or even the just the super straight laced dean. He's just like an elitist asshole that just kind of wants his own way. Genius house. Yeah. <laughs> he's critic, um, as uh, Scott Alex said earlier. And he's he's whiny and. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, when he went to the military to go cry for more time, it's like him going to talk to Vader in the movie. Yep. <laughs> Uh, he, so yeah, is. William Atherton. Uh, he probably doesn't get shit for this movie like he does for... <laughs> yeah, Ghostbusters. For Ghostbusters. I heard, yeah. yeah. Or, right. or Biodome. <laughs> or right. Biodome. Um, all right, my number two is... <laughs> this is very uh, nitpicky and I'm finding good stuff here, but the name Laszlo, the weird guy named Laszlo... There was a my professor in the computer science when I went to school. There was Professor Laszlo, and he pretty much was as mad scientist as you could get looking. So that cracked me up because I hadn't heard that name in a while. And he was a professor you didn't want to take. <laughs> he was just the psycho, uh, crazy like. I know it. You should know it. I'm like no, that's why we were in school to learn stuff. You <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but his name Thank was you. Laszlo. So there you go. That's my number two. Laszlo. Alex. Number two is, at the very end, the popcorn gag with the laser. Awesome. Agreed. Goes over there, and Kent... (laughs) Kent just walks in even after everybody's like, Kent, no! (laughs) He just walks in anyway, and then nobody makes any effort to save his life after he's in the house. Then he's he's like, all right... Show me the side, and then the the laser just starts going into the popcorn, <laughs> and he gives this like weird pose and look on his face. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> so when I said they're lucky he didn't get killed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all really hilarious. Oh, his what? acting in that scene was perfect. And then the popcorn just demolishes the house. Well, no, they they do try to stop him from going inside. Yeah, well they yell, oh Kent, watch out, and, and then... he just waves him off. Eh. Yeah, but nobody goes in because they still have some plenty of time to go in there, rush and drag them out. But they don't do that. <laughs> well, they didn't know for sure. <laughs> Come on, you can't heat up a Jiffy Pop thing from the top. 
dumb. <laughs> and have you ever put uh, microwave popcorn in the microwave for like 30 seconds too long? Yeah, you know what happens. Oh, this is horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a six watt laser. Yeah. The geniuses, they, they, they would have done the, the math on how much, uh, how many kernels per like cubic inch of space in those bags or those, mm-hmm. those tin bags need to be. Yeah. And by the way, once the popcorn like came out, you wouldn't even be able to hit the pan anymore. You would just be frying pop popcorn. No, it disintegrated all the popcorn that it was hitting and heating up the bottom. What? Remember, remember they put those mirrors in the. Yeah. Or they put all their fractures in the mirrors so it would focus in. So it wasn't the laser hitting it directly. Yeah. See. <laughs> they show the laser hitting it. No, the laser's hitting it. <laughs> they, they, they were refracted a little bit. Whatever, this thing is meant to take down tanks. It would have fried <laughs> right through that shit. Yeah. And I and I highly don't believe that the structure of popcorn would take down a house. A yeah, wizard did it. Wizard did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, number one. Number one is the popcorn. Yeah, oh, gosh. Gosh. Uh, the whole movie is building up. Classic. It ends, ends with it like the, the popcorn still shooting up out of the house, and he goes home, and there's just the dog out there, and his house is ruined. And I like I like the setup for that because most movies, you know, it's the whole Chekhov's gun thing. <laughs> there had been a gun in the movie. Okay, it's coming out later. Or if they, if somebody had mentioned like how all this one guy is like crazy, he's he's gonna like try to blow everything up with lasers. But no, he just mentions early in the movie is like a throwaway thing, like how much he hates popcorn. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to bite his house in the ass. Mm-hmm. And then Tears for Fears plays. I was expecting the dog to like hump him or pee on him. It was really, <laughs> if, if it was a real 80s movie, that would have happened. Well, Jeff, if, if you'd watch closely, see the yeah. dog has shifty eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it was poochy. Mm-hmm. So my number one, popcorn. All right, my number one. You guys have both already mentioned it. Just uh, Will William Atherton at his William Athertonist. <laughs> that's not a word, but <laughs> just him doing his best. <laughs> yeah, him being him. Um, I I enjoyed him. That's really the only thing I did enjoy about this movie was just he he's got that role down, <laughs> and uh, he just does it well. And you guys already mentioned most of the stuff, but yeah, William Atherton doing what he does best. Today we're going to talk about the colon. What does it look like? <laughs> Alright, Alex, number one. My number one is Laszlo. Not just because he was Uncle Rico, but actually I like his character a lot. It's a 12-year-old kid. Alex, you can't tell me it was because of Uncle Rico, at least in part. No, it wasn't. No, yeah. Because, yeah, he he was a kid of 12 in the 70s, and he was like the number one super genius. And then... He just kept pumping out work and pumping out work, and then turns out it was all like weapons for the military that it was developing, so that he cracked, and then he became a super recluse, giant beard, giant hair, secret tunnels, and then he helps him out there at the end. And then everything Frito Lay's contest. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Frito Lay's contest. That was awesome. That's based on the real thing too. People yeah. gaming the. <laughs> yeah, people. Well, it's fucking mathematicians that win all those entry prizes anyways they're like okay well if we spend this much money and send this many entries and we're sure to win x amount of prizes at least so ugh. but yeah shit happens and then he gets to drive away with the 
rapey chick. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. All right. And we come survivalists of Montana. <laughs> That's true. Um, you guys want to rate it now or get into our crossover list first? I said let's rate it. I think right after our list, rate it. All right. Scott, rate it. Uh, this gets a six for me. Um, film on its own would be a five, but uh, it holds a special place for me, which bumps it up to a six. Um, I like that it has some heart to it, like, like I said to begin with. It doesn't have uh, kind of the mean-spiritedness that like uh, Revenge of the Nerds or even Animal House had, um, and, which is why I didn't need boobs. <laughs> but it yes, a, a six for me. Okay. Um, I give it a three. Um, <laughs> close to a two. <laughs> but I, I guess it, it wasn't funny. Uh, I honestly feel I just didn't watch this when I should have, right? I watched it when I was older. Um, I don't know. Just. It, it was there was more bad than good. It wasn't terrible. If I had to watch it again, I wouldn't like moan and complain the whole time. But I would choose probably not to if I had the choice. But um, yeah, not funny. I already mentioned all the stuff, so that's my number number three for me. Alex, for me, this movie is a number five, solid five. I could watch it every once in a while. I still like a lot of the gags and stuff, and uh, the uh, I keep comparing. What's your face? The love interest to Boof because they're just very similar. But I like the love interest here more than Boof. Yeah. Even though she doesn't have as cool of a name. Hmm. She still they, wears they, those stupid they, overalls all hosh gosh be gosh all the time. They have this. They do have the same haircut, pretty much. Yeah. Nah, she hers definitely reminded me of Boosh. Hers is slightly better. I think I said Boosh. You did say <laughs> Boosh. <laughs> Speaking of Bridge of the Nerds, I want to see some fucking boosh. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. This movie had no booger. Hey, up high. Um, I would choose Boof over her, but she did. She definitely gave off a Boof vibe, so I'll give you that. (laughs) I'll take Boof. All right. Those are our ratings. Yeah. Time for our crossover lists, which is what, Alex, since you push this on us yeah, it was just the first thing i thought of i'm like okay i'll just do top five lasers i don't know and the guys will give me shit and then we'll think of something better it's like nope you're lucky we're lazy yeah so top five lasers I, I like the implication there alex that you actually think about it before you suggest it too not really yeah that's what just i'm saying whatever, whatever I think exactly of. that's my point the first thing that i think of or something that i think is just funny so Top five lasers. Scott, what's your number five? Number five is Austin Powers. Uh, they get It was a big joke in the first movie about how he wanted to see sharks with freaking laser beams on his heads. <laughs> with, on their heads. Lasers. And then uh, finally pays off in the third movie when you get to actually get to see it instead of the mutant sea bass <laughs> that were in the first one. Uh, so yes, Austin Powers, number five. Cool. All right. Um, my number five is I had this when I thought of lasers this was one of the first ones that came up to me and it's not even that good of a one but Entrapment the scene where Kathy uh, Jones is bending around the laser beams laser stunt <laughs> okay but it wasn't even her butt I think it was a stunt butt but whoever's butt it was it was great <laughs> it was it was and, worthy of being framed in the silver screen laser yes. boosh 
And to be honest, I don't even know if I've seen that movie. I just know that scene, and that's good enough for me. So. <laughs> uh, check out the scene, people. Captain Zeta Jones. through lasers. Lasers. Alex. My number five is the real genius laser. Whenever I think, you know, oh man, that's a cool laser. It's like, well, real genius. It always pops up into my head. Okay, I I wanted I wanted to include it, but I left it off because we we're going to talk about it. So, mm. I think you're too close. That's why you shouldn't have included it. So that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Number four, Scott. Number four. Um, speaking of spy movies, again, uh, Goldfinger. Uh, the do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond. I expect you to die. I expect you to die. And then they try to laser his balls. And Bond gets out of it, of course. But Scorpion, you're totally mad. <laughs> That's a good one. And that leads me to my number four, which might, I like the Simpsons version better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I figured Jeff would have that on there. <laughs> so my number four is a cheat. It's two Simpsons ones. It's one with a Hank Scorpio episode. Um, when he... And then the other one would be when Spinal Tap is in town and they had the laser show and <laughs> oh, you mean vision because the laser hits him in the eyes. <laughs> oh. I, that kills me every single time. <laughs> Nobody oh. rocks like Springfield. Springfield. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you turn on the house lights, please? We're <laughs> just trying to put some little meaning in the boring and dull lives. <laughs> Oh, forget it. Turn on the lasers. Oi, me vision. <laughs> Good night, Springton. <laughs> yeah. There will be no uncle. Do you remember? I don't know if you were at that show uh, a long time ago. Uh, Eric, Eric and the band. This is the first Smack Patsy. Smack Patsy, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And they were performing and... They got kicked off, or they they got booed off the stage, or something. They they wreck something, or whatever. And then Eric says that he goes, "Good night, sprinting, no be no encore." <laughs> Walked off the stage, and they were getting booed off. I think they like punched a hole in the ceiling or something in some small venue, and they got kicked out. But it just cracked me up. Um, all right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four is the the Seinfeld episode with the laser pointer. In the movie theater. That's gotta hurt. Hurt. It's gotta hurt. There's like <laughs> when somebody, anybody points a laser pointer at a movie or someplace you're not supposed to. My first reaction is, oh look, somebody with a laser pointer. That's so funny. Which is literally what ladies in the movie theater said. It's like, no, that's fucking annoying. But everybody finds it hilarious for some reason. Funny but guy. Him, just messing with George the whole fucking time. The whole episode was great. That was you the guess, Puerto Rican episode, right? Yeah, the one they won't air anymore. <laughs> the way where he puts on those aviator glasses that are reflective. He's like, yeah, now I can't tell where I'm looking so I can spot the guy. He's like, yeah, but what if the laser comes in through the side and I'm bouncing in and out of your corneas? He's like, all right. <laughs> uh, gold. I like it. Scott, number three. Uh, wait, wait, wait uh, why won't they air that one? Because Kramer off camera burns a Puerto Rican flag. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and that's why everybody hates him and chase him. I think it's because 
he threw a cigar somewhere and there was a flag in the car and all of a sudden it just caught on fire accidentally. So everybody was chasing him. Mm. Okay. It I, I it's not, not like he went up on stage and called everybody the N-word. Yeah. Oh, wait. IRL. <laughs> Scott, number three. Number three is Tron. The laser that puts him into the video game. Oh, damn. It's pretty cool. Pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Dan first freezes him in place and then makes him into cubes. Sucks him into the into the laser. Awesome. Yeah. And that was 1982. Yeah, lasers man. had lasers had been invented like two years before that. Stand that's, not, for that's not true. Digitization. <laughs> so yeah, Tron. Tron's awesome. Yeah. I thought of Tron, but I don't really like Tron. But I do remember that. It was it made my honorable mentions list. So glad you brought it up. Uh, my number three, and this is another. I I. Actually, this movie I do like. I don't like the 12 other sequels that came out afterwards, but Resident Evil, the first one. Eh. When uh, they get stuck in that corridor. Yeah. Oh, I almost <laughs> made my list, yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember I was dying hysterically when the last guy gets it, where he's jumping over, he's ducking, he's, he's doing all this stuff. total badass, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the last one, just like full grid. There's no way he was kidnapping. Although I do hate that effect, like that when they just slice somebody and then he falls apart five seconds later. It's like the cartoon walk off the cliff and then yeah. you fall when you look down. But I just remember dying, laughing so hard when I saw that in the movie theater. And it was all, it was cool, but it was ridiculous. Did, did you but, laugh when she kicked the dog? Did uh, you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I laughed. That was the, what, the second one? It was the first one. It was the first, first one. one. Oh, the Hellhounds or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't the trailers, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, that was the money shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked the first one. I really did. The other ones, I have. Well, I haven't seen all of them, but the two and three at least I saw, and I did not like them. Yeah, like Marathon. God no. <laughs> no. I'm seeing oh, that one even. Watch. 2017 no Halloween. Oh, we're gonna be talking about the you whole really month of October is Resident Evil and all the movies. Nope. <laughs> all right, Alex, number three. Number three is in Spaceballs, <laughs> where they're being. Uh, pinned down by a bunch of laser fire and barf goes i got this <laughs> and he grabs those pipes <laughs> and he just stands in front of the fire and the lasers go into the pipe and they curve around to go to shoot back at the uh, space balls uh, gets me every time that's pretty good that's pretty yeah it's pretty <laughs> hey can't you read the sign <laughs> no parking thank you All right, Scott, number two. Uh, number two is... I might be stealing... <laughs> yeah, but uh, Star Wars, the Death Star. I don't know if they have the official name for the laser. The the Beam of Death. They just, made a whole, they just made a whole movie about it, and I don't even think they named it there either. Yeah. It's Kyber. But, yeah. That's a, that is definitely a laser <laughs> that, that destroys planets. And it's fucking awesome. So, yeah. The yeah. Death Star. Number one for me, FYI. I'll have um, more to talk about. This is my number one as well. Um, very cool. All right. My number two is... I don't even know this counts as a laser, but I'm going to consider a laser. The proton packs in Ghostbusters. I'll allow it. Pro- 
Eh, proton beams of light. I don't know. It's light coming out of there. It's a, it's a wavy laser. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the coolest things ever as a kid. Just behind Star Wars as far as like gadgets go. Or sci-fi gadgets, I should say. So. Okay. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it, cur- it curved around stuff for Pete's take, like a lasso. Yeah. Awesome. So it probably wasn't a laser, but I'm calling it a laser. It's a laser. <laughs> All right. Thanks for thanks for allowing it. I'll allow it. Yeah, I'll allow it. I'll allow this. Uh, Judge Alex. <laughs> allowing it. There you go. Number two, Alex. My number two is Predator, the targeting laser. Ooh, what do you think of that one? Not only does he highlight targets with it so he knows where they are, but he can also sharpen your knives with it. This one's got the three dots. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You don't remember that shot, Jeff? Where he's got his uh, Wolverine claws out, and he's got the laser, and he's just waving it back and forth, and then he started glowing red. Uh, yeah, kind of now. He was probably yeah. just bored. <laughs> yeah, it's like picking your nails. Yeah. Whittling he's just getting, he's just yeah, he's killing the bacteria on them. <laughs> Don't want to infect my victims before I rip brother's minds. Oh, yeah, you got to keep them sharp because you don't want them to get stuck in your victim and then they can punch you back, and bite you. Yeah. Ah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, and the tripod. You're right. There, the three lasers, like Scott said. Yeah, that was cool. I did not think of that. Nice. All right, uh, Scott, number one. Number one is. <laughs> And as Jeff said, I'm not sure if these officially count as lasers, but the uh, the duel that uh, Lo Pan and Aik Shen have in Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> I would not say it counts, but you let me have Ghostbusters, so I'll let you have They're, they're shooting lasers at each other. <laughs> and the, the best part is Lo Pan crosses his pinkies and uses his thumbs. As a controller? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're shooting, they're fighting laser to laser. Yeah, lasers are just beams of light. Magical it's, it's lasers. Beams of light, yeah, so I'll allow it. But if you allow that, you have to allow like Harry Potter versus Voldemort at the end of the Harry Potter series. Nah, that's more like lightning. Uh, that's yeah, that's lightning. yeah, that's like plasma, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. Because you see it go liquid in the middle when they're colliding. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Nerds! Um, Alright, that, that's me. I love this scene, so we can have it. <laughs> unlike, the, unlike the Harry Potter scene, which I really... I've seen it once and never need to see it again. Uh, my number one Star Wars, but I'm not going to pick the Death Star. I'm going to pick Star Killer Base. Pfft. Yeah, right. Um, why I gotta? I can't limit it to the Death Star. Every single laser in Star Wars is better than any other laser ever. So. <laughs> they even have laser swords for Pete's sake. In the- I know. I won't call it that, but some people may call it that, and I'll allow it. Space wizards with laser swords. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Han's blaster, Luke's blaster, Chewie's blaster, Death Star blaster, everything. Lasers Except everywhere. for Starkiller Base. Except for Starkiller Base. That don't count. That shit's stupid. But the rest is good. Um, so, yeah. All lasers in Star Wars. Alex, number one. Yeah, me too. Death Star. <laughs> all right. <laughs> is that your favorite one of all the Star Wars? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, I can't count... I don't want to count the lightsabers because that's just way too easy, I think. So, but second favorite, that star laser, so cool. It doesn't even have to be on target or fire all of them to wreck shit up, as we found out in Rogue One. Yep. 
I guess, ass. spoiler alert, we kind of spoiled Rogue One a little bit, but right now, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you've seen Rogue One. Yeah. Um, all right. Good list. So, any honorable mentions? Um... <laughs> I've got a couple, and one of them I need you guys' help on. All right. Good. Shoot. Uh, well, first one, uh, the tripods in War of the Worlds. That those lasers are pretty cool. Okay. I'm not a big fan of that movie, but uh, at least the more recent one. I haven't... Oh, okay. That was yeah, that turned people into ash. Yeah, the Tom Cruise one. I thought Cruise that was one. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the beginning of Short Circuit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember at the beginning. Does he use them any other time in the movie? Uh, cut, cut some chains somewhere. Maybe in the second movie he does more. No, no the, second the second one is a toolbox. Yeah, mm. and a bunch of shit just pops out there like Mary Poppins's bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Felix the Cat or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so short circuit, and then my last one, the may maybe it's not a laser. I'm misremembering this, but. And Portal, the main bad guy, which I forgot her name. Glados. Glados. Did she use a laser? No. She's throwing bombs at you. No, she's throwing missiles. Yeah. Okay. All right. Doesn't count then. <laughs> Strike it from the record. But the the little drone, laser drones, do use lasers as guidance. So if you cross the lasers and they start aiming at you, they're gonna start shooting. Yeah. But... Are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> I, really I don't blame you. So those are my honorable mentions. Um, I, and some of you already named like Austin Powers and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to Ch- the laser power up in Contra. There you go. Nobody wanted. I, was, I know it was dumb, but I liked it. <laughs> I was going to say shout out to Chunk in Goonies where he sees the big ball and he goes laser beam. No, 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 no. But laser he brain. says it. Uh, I guess my only honorable mention would be. Uh, but I didn't mention already the Iron Man lasers. Mm-hmm. Nice. They're jet stabilizers. Yeah. No, and well, the second <laughs> one he goes ham with those things. Yeah, he does go ham. Full power. Yeah, and he has that one where he just like spins around and he kills all the drones. Oh, whatever. those are cool. Yeah, the one shots. Yeah. Um, all right. Any uh, listener stuff this week? Yep. We got uh, from our uh, original, no, yeah, William Grimwood did not join us today, unfortunately. Hope you're okay. (laughs) 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 Joseph Old Joe gave us a list, and so did uh, our one-time guest. We should have him on again, Clayton. Uh, So we'll start with Old Joe's list. Uh, He has uh, G.I. Joe. Number is number five is guns from GI Joe. Oh, okay, that's good. They're always blue or red lasers, so you know which ones are the good guys and which ones are the bad guys. As uh, number four was the destroyer laser from the Avengers, is that prototype gun that Coulson hits Loki with before he quote unquote dies. Wait. Okay. As number three, the laser defense system in the original Resident Evil movie, <laughs> which we've already mentioned. Nice. Uh, two lasers in Quickman's. Quick Man stage in Mega Man 2. Oh. <laughs> I hated those things. I literally, I could not get past those lasers like ever. That's what made me stop playing Mega Man 2 when I was a kid. Uh, how did the music go for that stage? That's going to bug me. Anyway. 
<laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, you got it, Jeff. <laughs> and his number one is, of course, the Death Star. Because you go big or go home, right? <laughs> yep. And uh, he actually, both these guys, both Clayton and, and Joe, have uh, dishonorable mentions. <laughs> dishonorable. Yeah, so it's, uh, Joe's dishonorable mention is the laser from the gun Megatron used to kill Optimus Prime. <laughs> very traumatizing. I agree. That was awful. Ugh. You've got the touch. You've got Damn the power. So, oh, let's see. Oh, yeah, and old Joe rated Real Genius as uh, a five. He'll definitely watch it if he comes across it, but not something he'll actively seek out, which I agree with. Uh, Clayton, okay. on the other hand, uh, he hasn't watched Real Genius all the way through, so no rating for him. It's okay to give it a five, Clayton. <laughs> I, the fact that he can't get through it makes me think it's probably a one <laughs> I or don't, two. I don't think that's what he's <laughs> I'm interpreting as that, so... <laughs> well, I can't argue with that. <laughs> so his, he names his dishonorable mention right off the bat <laughs> as uh, Major Laser, the shitty music act. Major laser. It says the goddamn green laser pointers. Mexican fans are always shining into goalkeepers' eyes to keep soccer matches there. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> bastards. And he has an honorable mention: the Los Angeles Lasers from the Major Indoor Soccer League. <laughs> and because I'm, I'm the sports guy here, I know all about those guys. Laser, yeah. laser from American Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna retroactively add him to my list. <laughs> That's good. And also the laser in the DVD Blu-ray game consoles we use. You are truly the greatest entertainment laser. <laughs> okay, now to his tops list. Those are just his honorable mentions. Let's see. Uh, the oh, number five is the main gun from the Robotech Macross series. Red Scott. Uh, God, I can't remember it. It's called the uh, reflex cannon when the ship configures and both arms like split apart. A Honestly, bit. the the only room I have in my in my memory for that is just how much I hate Lenore May. <laughs> hey, don't blame you. Well, yeah. the laser she was always in the ship when the laser was firing. Yeah, yeah. She okay. couldn't have been hit by it. Uh, his number four is any security laser plot device. Bonus point if this plot device leads to sexy laser dancing. <laughs> yeah, Damn that's it. right. So. Ocean's 11, Ocean's yeah. 12, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Trapman. As number three is the red laser from R-Type. It's a pretty badass weapon. No matter which laser version of R-Type you were playing, the red laser power always looked the most badass. I'd have to agree with that. Uh, number two, Iron Man's proton cannon. I think this is from the fighting game, where, yeah, his super move, he just materializes that proton cannon and vaporizes enemies, if they're not blocking, of course. And is th- I gotta say that uh, behind the Star Wars lasers, probably Iron Man has the best sound effect. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I like that. And his number one is the same as Jeff's, all of Star Wars lasers. Everything <laughs> from the X-Wing, the lightsabers, yeah. Pew pew. Yep. He said last thing he says one thing in the Star Wars versus Star Trek debate that is easily resolved is the laser weaponry category. That's true. Lasers be phasers and lightsabers. 
beat phasers. Everything beats phasers. But that's it. Thanks, guys, for contributing. We look forward to your list every week because, <laughs> man, there's some really good surprises, and we kick ourselves every week reading some of these. Keep them coming. Set your phasers to foot. <laughs> At the Bipod Sci Fi Con? Oh, the gay robots from Star Tours. <laughs> or Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, they were yeah. in Star Tours, too, yeah. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> Whatever. I'm here to talk about Sprint. <laughs> All right. Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So, there's, uh, I don't know how, well, I was kind of saddened when uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash broke up. You know, the band, not the sports team. But uh, it seems as though uh, Crosby, you know how Michael Jordan went from basketball to baseball? Crosby went from uh, rock and roll, it seems, to hockey, and he's doing pretty well for himself. I think he scored like a thousand points in like this season. What? In that one <laughs> this, game. This season. Yeah, so I don't know how long a season is for hockey, but. That seems like a lot of points for one season. Yeah. Okay, Alex. Uh, what does a hockey player get points for? He gets, well, he gets points for, you know, slapping the stick and putting it into the goal. I know there's keepers. So there's <laughs> Fair gotta enough. Be, there's got to be a goal to keep, right? <laughs> He's got to get the puck past him. All right. Is that the only thing? I mean, does hitting the post count, like half point? No, he's meaning statistical. So you get a point when you score a goal. Oh. You also get a point when you um, get an assist on a goal. And an assist would be the guy who passes the puck to the guy who scores. Oh, I knew that. There you go. <laughs> but in, in hockey, it's really weak. Like, compared to basketball, like, an assist has to be, like, you directly led to the play. If, like, the goalie, like, stops the puck behind his own net and then Crosby takes it and deeks 12 guys and scores... The goalie gets an assist somehow. Like, whatever. So hockey is very generous with their points. So, so Jeff, what Actually, what, what is what is a thousand points over as a barometer over a career? It's pronounced that, thermometer. I mean, usually that's Hall of Fame. That's like the Hall of Fame. That, that's what I was. That's what I was wondering. If that's like pretty much in the Hall of Fame, if you've gotten a thousand points. So he's in two Hall of Fames, hockey and rock and roll. Yeah, yes. Well, he's not in the hockey one yet, but he will be. And he's still young. I mean, he's like 29 or 30. So. It's going to be funny yeah, when he's, he's like really 43 and they're still calling him the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Sid the kid. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. But I just said that like, Gretzky holds the record, and Gretzky almost has, almost has 3,000 points. So he's a little behind. Is that movie Mr. 3000 about him? No. See, that's three. That's three thousand hits. Oh, yeah, hits with the puck. Is, is anybody? <laughs> is anybody even coming close to Gretzky? No. So Yarmir Yager just came in second place all time, and he's a thousand points behind. Him. Jesus. And Yager's playing. He's forty-five, and Gretzky retired when he was like thirty-six. Yager started playing when he was twelve. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Yager started when he was young, like. Probably 20 or something. But he did leave the NHL for a couple of years to go play back in Europe. But, um, yeah. Gretzky, he also played in, like, the era of hockey where the goaltenders didn't stop the puck. <laughs> <laughs> what? They were Isn't terrible. that their job? 
Yeah, but they were. It was like this. They weren't quite there yet. Like the the scoring was so good, and the goaltenders weren't. So a lot of his Gretzky stats are skewed a little bit, but he'd still great. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Right. So there you go. So you actually learned real sports stuff today. Mm. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> You're welcome. And you can't bring up hockey because I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> no. It's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was, yeah. All right. All right, Scott. So uh, coming in with a couple of early reviews on some coming shows that, that premiered recently. I'm starting with Legion on FX. Have either of you gotten oh, a chance to watch this? No. How is that? Nope. It's a trip. Uh, it's mm. <laughs> it's way out there. So the first episode, uh, there's supernatural stuff going on, and they actually I think they actually use the word mutant because it's it is Fox. Yeah. So they're allowed to use that term. But otherwise, other than a loose variation on the X Men theme, there's really nothing to tie it together. Um, that said, the whole thing is based around an unreliable narrator and it keeps jumping back and forth. And the, uh, it's very convoluted, but, um, it's very cool. The, the, uh, the, the set pieces and the way it's filmed and, uh, just the weirdness of it. Uh, I really liked. So I watched the first couple episodes of that. Um, I'm looking forward to more. Uh, I have no idea where they're going with this. I, I know about the comic book character, um, but it almost seems like they're going in a completely different direction with it. Uh, so no idea if it's all in his head, if it's real, or whatever's going on. Yeah, so, so that's Legion. How many episodes in is it? Uh, two or three. I watched okay. the two that were currently on Hulu right now. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's early on. Uh, the other one is, I think it's NBC Powerless. The idea being that it's set in the DC universe, which is weird that it's not on the WB. Uh, they'll learn their lesson just like they did with Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, eventually they'll, they'll pop it over. Well, this is just a comedy. Uh, this isn't one of those hour-long dramas. Uh, but it's the, the idea is that uh, Wayne Tech has a division where they just make stuff to protect people from all the carnage that the, that happens with all the superheroes and supervillains fighting each other. So, like in the in the world where the the series takes place, uh, the the villains and the heroes are everywhere. So shit's always getting wrecked. So there's a whole business based around that. Um, and this one division of Wayne Corp, led by Alan Tudyk, uh, mm. but he's pretty funny on the show. Uh, but uh, they yeah they, they basically come up with stuff to to counteract the carnage of uh, all these people fighting it out. Uh, that is okay. <laughs> the The pilot was pretty rough. Um, the next two episodes were better, so I'm uh, enough to keep me... Uh, well, I don't know about keep me, but enough so that I might watch the, the next few when I have time. Is this going to be your Gotham? It might be my Gotham, but it's only a half hour long. Um, it's got, That's not so bad. Yeah, it's got uh, Danny, Danny Pudi in it from Community. Uh, a fan of his. Um, so, yeah, if anybody wants to check out a light superhero fair mm. to kind of wash your palate of the Gothams and Arrows and 
whatever hey, else. Hey, wait, hey, don't say things you can't take back now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, it might be worth a watch for you. Um, so they mention um, Batman and Superman and yeah. stuff like that? So, so they mention like, all the DC stuff, yeah. I don't know like if they're actually going to have any... So like the the villains that you've actually seen and the heroes you've actually seen so far, they've just made up for the show. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. There might be some like D list characters that showed up in some DC comic book some at some point, but uh, yeah, they do mention Batman. Uh, I don't know if they've mentioned Superman yet. Uh, they they mentioned Aquaman in the last episode. Yeah. Did he marry a woman without gills? There's actually a funny joke about one of the characters. <laughs> And uh, Atlantis, the third episode, without spoiling anything. Were they, were they from two different worlds? <laughs> wow. Somebody wasted their life. <laughs> two different worlds. Was that was that a Country Bear Jamboree reference, Jeff? No, it was. I was finishing Alex's Simpsons yeah. quote. Yeah. Oh, Is I don't know. man. <laughs> oh, okay. CBG, baby. So... Yeah, that's review of new shows. Uh, once again, we're running long here. So, mm. uh, Jeff, did you have any tidbits or reviews or news? No new. I mean, there's some news, but like, I don't know if we've talked about it, but how Batman's lost its direct. Ben Affleck's pretty much done with it. Now they're trying to get this other guy who directed Planet Last Planet of the Apes, and that he may be walking away. There's all this stuff going on there. So DC's an O. World of Hurt. Um, as far as reviews, I saw Hell or High Water finally. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw that. That. It's good. Um, you like it? Okay. Yeah, uh, and... Jeff Bridges doing like. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um... <laughs> That's how he talks now. Yeah. In all of his roles. I had to turn on subtitles. Not so much for him. <laughs> uh, Chris. Pine's brother in the movie. Okay, Ben. His yeah. his accent was rough. I did not know what the fuck he was saying. Oh, and this is usually it's English accents, but it was. This time it was American. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But no, I really liked that. Um, I finished watching The Expanse. It was all right. Okay. I know now. Now I have to catch up on season two. Um, yeah, I've, I probably I've, will watch it because I'm a sucker for that stuff. But. Yeah, I I did the first season, and like you, I have yet to watch any of the second season. Okay. I just know Tom Jane has a has a fucked up haircut in that show. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and Alex? Yeah, one very quick review. While DC is fucking up all their live action super heavy drama comic book properties, Lego Batman is insanely good. If you're a Batman buff, if you even like Batman, you should go watch this movie. It's amazing. They do a deep dive on some of his villains. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome so go watch it you... it's incredible so the DC movie not made by Warner Brothers is good <laughs> their anime, their Warner Brothers animation <laughs> section is oh, astounding see what happens when the suits don't get in the way people are allowed to make good movies well wait a minute but Warner Brothers is not involved at all is it? I thought it was the Lego people but they're part of Warner Brothers are they? But you just said they're, they're animation studio, Alex. Yeah. It's Warner Brothers Animation. Is it? 
I thought it was. I, I mean, the whole damn logo is there, and then it flips, if I remember correctly, without spoiling anything, the Warner Brothers logo shows up, and then it actually flips over to show their Warner Brothers animation logo. All right. I haven't seen it. I, I thought it was a whole separate thing. I mean, but whatever. Good. I'm glad something good's coming out of there with their with their property anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Logo Batman's awesome. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, that wraps up this week. Uh, but before we leave, we got to pick our next topic, which is what, Alex? First Blood. Not First Blood Part Rambo. First Blood Part Two. Just First Blood. The Second first, Blood. First Rambo. Brian Dennehy. Yeah. Bye. 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 (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Now you can say it. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Call me Booby Killer. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.